0: Nazir Daf We begin with Mishnah on the bottom of the previous daf that teaches: Nazir min hazagim, Nazir If someone says, "I will be a Nazir and keep away from grape seeds," or "I'll be a Nazir I'm going to keep away from grape skins." Or I'm going to be a nazir. I'm going to keep away from shaving. Or I'm going to be a nazir. I'm going to keep away from tumah. In other words, the usual formula is had any nazir, I'm going to be a nazir, and that includes all of the three prohibitions. But if he said any nazir and adds just one of the prohibitions, or even just one part of the prohibitions, like grape seeds. So, is he a Nazir? The Mishnah says, yes, He is a Nazir, and all the details of Nazirut are incumbent upon him, even though he only mentioned one of the prohibitions, or even if only he he mentioned only part of one of the prohibitions. Nevertheless, that part represents the whole, and therefore he is a full Nazir, and prohibited with everything. All right, the Gemara is going to show that this is only one opinion. This Mishnah is not the opinion of Rabbi Shimon. For after all, a teaches that Rabbi Shimon thinks a person is not liable until he prohibits himself in all prohibitions of a Nazir. It doesn't mean that he actually has to say all of them. He could just say, nazir, And that includes everything. But according to B- Shimon, if he says, nazir min Just from grape seeds, then he is not a full Nazir. He probably, is not, he probably is not anything. Probably does not count at all. Some say, Okay, he'll be prohibited from grape seeds. It's like taking a vow that I'm not going to benefit from grape seeds. Uh, but others say, he has no, he, 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 if you're either all or nothing, and since he didn't say all, so he's nothing. Whereas the, the, the sages, the majority says, even if he only mentioned one of the uh, prohibitions, he is a Nazir. So you see that our Mishnah follows Rabbanan. Good. My Let's see. What is the source for be Shimon? Oh, look. The pasuk uh, regarding Nazir says he's going to be. He has to keep away from all things that are made of uh, of wine, of of grapes, of wine from pits to skin. So here it says, mikol asher, from everything. That's, therefore, he has to express that he's going to be prohibited from everything. The whole prohibition, all the prohibitions. And if he only says one part of them, or only no, he has to do from All right. That's Rabbi Shimon. Rabbanan, what's your source? The pasuk right before, says all oh, mentions only one thing and nazir has to keep away from uh strong uh, from wine and strong drink and see it mentions just one detail and uh, by itself and so therefore one even if, if you say one detail by itself i'm going to be a nazir from wine uh, or from uh, one type uh, then that represents the whole and he nevertheless is a nazir all right now we're going to until the from now to the next mishnah <clears throat> we're going to wonder, what does Rabbi Shimon do with the Pasuk that Rabbanan cited, and what does Rabbanan do with the Pasuk that Rabbi Shimon cited? So, Rabbi Shimon, Name, Rabbi Shimon hey, Rabbanan make a good point. Um, here in this Pasuk, it says, from wine, from Shechar, a person has to abstain from. It mentions these detailed items. So, wh- what are you going to do with that Pasuk? Because um, that seems to be an extra Pasuk, right? And you focused on the, this one that says Mikol, Uh, So what do you think this pasuk is coming to teach, if not what Abbanan said? And he answers, This is going to be the first answer of the Shimon. We're going to see a second one soon. Um, That these extra words here are coming to teach me that um, a a, a nazir is prohibited from from wine that he has to drink to fulfill a mitzvah. Just like wine that he's drinking voluntarily. Certainly, if someone says, I'm going to be a Nazir, he cannot drink voluntary wine, wine that he's just drinking for fun. But even wine that he's drinking for a purpose of a mitzvah. Though he is not allowed. Okay, now we want to try to identify what misvah would be we talking about. Maihi, Kiddushta ve'abdalta, it's a wine that we say with Kiddush and Havdalah, and that would mean that a, for someone that's a Nazir, they cannot say Kiddush and Havdalah with wine. Uh, well, that would be obvious because, after all, being a nazir is already sworn from Har Sinai. Not that everybody actually is a nazir. There are many interpretations to this line. I'm giving it Imam's interpretation which they prefer her also, seems to be the most straightforward one, um, that being a Nazir is already mentioned in Harsinai. Not that everyone has to be a, a, a Nazir, but that if someone takes upon themselves being a Nazir, then that obligation is already is or, or uh, applies to him from a, a mid oraita it's already from tonight therefore any other obligation that's only middah and in fact saying kiddush over wine and havdalah over wine are only middah um the kiddush that we uh, uh kiddush can be said with um w- with bread uh havdalah, havdalah that we say in in the uh, amida that fulfills mid oraita right have using wine is only necessary banan. actually for kiddush you can do it with with uh with bread um so it's not even uh, so this is uh something that well, you don't even know it's it's a at best and therefore <clears throat> um certainly nazir is going to trump and uh we would not need a pasuk to come and tell us that oh nazir uh, even for uh, wine for a mitzvah, you can't drink it. Obviously, he wouldn't drink it. This is interesting Halakha, by the way. Would be, this is important. And Nazir would not be able to say have to say kiddush of uh, over wine. He have to hear from someone else, or he would have to say kiddush over bread. Okay, Ella ki had Amar Rava Shiboah she'eshteh. For Chazav Amar hadeni Nazir, ati Nazirut chaila al al Shiboah. Rather, it's what Rava taught that if someone first makes a Shiboah and says, "I am, I will drink wine." And then he he makes himself a nazir. So this nazirut is going against a deoraita. Ve, a, a swear that he said as a shivua. So which one's going to be important? So the answer is nazirut is more important, and it applies over and above the shivua. So therefore, he does not drink wine, even though that will violate a shivua. That's what those extra words are coming to teach. Uh, Yayin ve'shechar. Okay. wouldn't they agree with this halacha? That uh, voluntary wine or mitzvah wine, both are prohibited to a nazir? Where is he going to learn that from? And Rabbanan says, Oh, I, there's, there's two words, yayin and shechad. So I can learn two things, one from each of the words. Um, so I'm going to learn, uh, number one, that. <coughs> You can become a full-fledged nazir even if I only mention one of the prohibitions. Right, me yain, even just from wine—that's he's a nazir—and from the other extra word, uh, I will learn that um, uh, nazirut niz- uh, trumps over a mitzvah that one has to drink wine. All right, good. Now, v'ribishimon, haynu tama shechad shechar shechad la'mikdash. <laughs> Uh, so Rabbi Shimon, what are you going to do with the word Shechar? Isn't that extra word? All you need is Yayin uh, to teach me that a, um, a Nazir uh, can, does not drink wine even for, for a mitzvah. So what do you do with the extra word? Shechar. So Rabbi Shimon says, I need Shechar to teach me a um, porn law about Kohanim drinking. Um, in the Bet Midrash, Tichtiv Yain v'Shechad Al tesht Atau Banecha I Tach Aharon is commanded. Is after the death of Nadav an and Avihu that uh, wine and strong drink you may not drink. You and your children, right? So Kohen is not allowed to serve while serve in the Bet Midrash while intoxicated. Ma'gaben Nazir Yain Hu Delitzad Avar Shamashkin La Af mikdash Name Yain Hu Delitzad Avar Shamashkin Hamish takirin La. Uh, so the comparison is actually for a leniency. Um, just like a nazir, he's not allowed to have wine, but he is allowed to have other uh, intoxicating drinks. That's actually a really important halacha to know. That a nazir, even though it says yayin v'shechad, the word shechad here is actually here not to teach a, a, a prohibition against a nazir, because really nazir only grape products is a problem. But if he wants to have some something else, uh beer then he's permitted um so too in the mikdash even though regarding the betta mikdash says yayin uh, v'shechad that the kohen cannot have yayin and shechad we learned the same thing that it's specifically wine that he would get a punishment if someone drinks wine and serves in the betta mikdash but other intoxicating beverages uh, he would not get a punishment if he did so Okay, and L'Apukim and Rabbi is important because this it rejects the opinion of Rabbi Yehudah. Uh, the Rabbi Yehudah hayav. The thinks that if a hey, Kohen ate, uh, and not only if he has wine or beer or scotch, even if he has this uh, fig cake that was very, very sweet, and maybe just because it was so sweet, it, was, it made the person lightheaded and dizzy. Or maybe the sweetness, the sugar, actually became fermented and had some alcohol content. Uh, so that or if he had, drinks honey or milk, uh, milk maybe it's some kind of fermented milk or, or um be, uh, milk being it's 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 uh something about it makes a person uh feel uh feel dizzy um so any of these things then in the end of the mi- mi- mikdash he is chayav so beuda would not exclude he would say yayin shechad and even include anything that makes per- a person even somewhat dizzy um but uh, both rabanan and rabbi shimon above uh disagree with rabbi Sh- beuda and they say no only wine specifically uh, would make would make a kohen liable. We now have a second answer of what Rabbi Shimon does with that pasuk, miyayin uh, v'shechar, that Rabbanan used. Rabbi Shimon, hal al isur. So an alternate answer is that Rabbi Shimon learns from this um, that a prohibition does not take effect upon a, pre- a pre-existing prohibition. Uh, so the point here would be, if a person did say, had any nazir, I'm going to be nazir, from grape skins only so that person does not become a nazir but maybe he does become prohibited to grape skins let's say he does so now he has a vow that he cannot have grape skins afterwards then he says had any nazir as a blanket and he actually becomes a nazir so and he, if after that he goes and eats grape skins how many prohibitions will he be, will he be will he violate would it be both the vow that he made from grapeskins and nizirut? The Bishimon says no, only one, uh, because since he had the first one, that's he has a prohibition already. The nizirut cannot add another level of prohibition upon the one that he already had from the first. And so this was what he's learning from miyayin v'shechad. Even though saying something particular does not represent the whole, as it does for Rabbanan, who say that if you say I'm just yayin to become a nazir for everything. Um, it was, that's true, but it will have, have some effect and that it will make a limited prohibition and that limited prohibition will prevent an additional prohibition from coming upon it. Uh, so that's what it could be about. And here we have another example. De Tanya, Rabbi Shimon Omer, Someone has non-kosher meat um uh, on yom kippur so how many counts is he liable he'll be liable uh for eating non-kosher meat but how about for eating on yom kippur no not for that because since this this uh meat was already prohibited to him so he can't have a second prohibition upon that prohibition which is really good to know if someone is going to eat on yom kippur I'm not talking about if they're sick and they're permitted to eat, but if someone wants to violate willingly Yom Kippur, so they may as well eat something non-kosher because um, they're still going to only violate one prohibition. All right. All Rabbanan nameh Mikol Asher So now, now, okay, now we 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 finished Rabbi Shimon, and we explained what he does with Rabbanan's pasuk. But now Rabbanan doesn't it say in the pasuk um, that from all things that he are made from wine, from from grapes, from wine. Uh, so doesn't it say all things? So so what are you going to do with this pasuk? Um, uh, since you're not using it to teach that you have to uh, prohibit yourself from all the things of a nazir Or the banan can tell you that they will learn from here that um, different, uh, different food items that nazir is prohibited to combine with each other to make a, a kezayit So if you have half a kezayit of grape uh, uh, seeds and half a kezayit of grape skins and he consumes both of them, yes, he will get lashes, even though it was only a half of a shiur for each. So that's what he learns from the, the, uh, the itemizing of, the, uh, of each uh, type of prohibition within this pasuk. Okay, Shimon, where are you going to learn that from? He would tell you, let the he doesn't think that uh, you need a, a law of combination. Why? Because the Shimon thinks that once a, a Nazir would have even the smallest, even a little bit of some grape uh, product, they would get lashes. The only time, in general, that we need a kizayit is if uh, is it to require someone to bring a korban. But a nazir does not bring a korban for um, eating for, have, for having grape products, and therefore it doesn't matter how much they have, even if they have a kaza'it or less than a kaza'it uh, It's the same thing. There is no korban. It's only makot. And therefore, there's no need to tell us any law about uh, half a kezayat and half a kezayat. Even for just one half a kezayat by itself, um, one gets makot. And even for more than a what well, there is no korban. And so we resolved all of the pesukim according to both opinions. Now, next mishnah. Harani kishimshon. So we're continuing. All these mishnahot are different formulas that people may use. And are they effective or not? A person says, I want to be like Shimshon, Keben Manoach, like the son of Manoach, that's Shimshon. Kebal Delilah, the husband of Delilah, that's also Shimshon. Azah, et aynav. I want to be like the one who tore off the doors of Gaza, or like the one who gouged out the eyes of the pelishtim. Shimshon did both of those things. Hareze, nazir Shimshon, that person will be a Nazir like Shimshon. We're about to see in the next Mishnah that a Nazir of Shimshon is a particular Special type of nazir, and uh, the simple reading of the Mishnah is that if you say any one of these one, two, three, four, five of uh, uh, statements, all right, just any one of them, then that will make a person a nazir shimshon. Okay, but the Gemara is going to reread it in a different way to say, no, any one of these is not sufficient. You actually need a combination of them in order to avoid ambiguity. So, why do we need all of them? Isn't it clear if I just say oh, one, or, one example or two examples? Why do you have to give me five different examples? Here's why. Because actually, saying Shimshon by I'm going to be like Shimshon is not sufficient. There's a lot of people named Shimshon. Maybe I have a friend down the, down the block who's uh, Shimshon and, um, and, he's, um, and he is on a special diet. So I say, I'm going to be like Shimshon. I'm also going to not eat carbs. How do you know we're talking about Shimshon from the Tanakh? Maybe you start talking about some other Shimshon, um, so that's why you have to add and say Ben Noach too. Ben And if you just say Ben Noach, there's other people who are Ben Noach, and maybe some guy who's Ben Noach is um, uh, is uh, doing a project, and I say um, he's doing dafyomi, and says I want to be like that guy Ben Noach, and then he's taking upon himself dafyomi. How do you know he's talking about Shimshon Ben Manoach? So Kamashmalan so You know what? Actually there could be someone named Shimshon ben ben Manoach. And so you have to add yet a third clarification that I want to be like the husband of Dedilah. Okay, it's not likely that you're going to be have someone in your neighborhood that you know whose fa- whose name is Shimshon, whose father's name is Manoach, who's married to a Delilah. That would be kind of funny if you had such a person, um, uh, but that's unlikely, so that's clear enough. Or or instead of saying the husband of Delilah, you could say that the Pilishtim gouged out his eyes. That actually by itself sounds like that would be sufficient. I don't know if you know and, and many people who's, who had pilishtim come and, and gouged out his eyes. eyes. Um, So therefore, um, uh, we learn from the Gemara that unlike the simple reading of the Mishnah, which is any one of these formulas makes someone a Nazir Shimshon, actually need a combination of uh, two or three of these formulas together in order to uh, uh, weed out any possible ambiguity. All right, now we're ready to know, see what this is. Ma ben olam le shimshan We just learned now that there's an, yet another category called nazir olam. The Gemara is going to be surprised by this, that we you didn't introduce nazir olam yet, that you're already asking what's the difference between them. So the Gemara will add a couple of words here. Uh, but basically, There is a regular nazir, that's for a certain time period. Standard time period is 30 days if you don't say anything, but it could be longer. You could say for a year or five years. But those are all the same. That's standard nazirut that we know about. But then there's nazir olam, and there's also nazir shimshon. And both of these are unlimited time. They're lifelong. So what's the difference? nazir olam, if someone is a nazir olam, and his hair gets too heavy, way too long, unbearable, so he can lighten it with a razor, and when he does, he has to bring the normal three animals that a nazir would take at the end of his, say, 30 days. Um, that would be a uh, korban, Khatat, uh, 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 ola, and shilamim. So he brings those, he continues to be a, a, a nazir, but he can cut his hair and bring those as permitted for him to do that. He could do that from time to time. And also, just like a regular Nazir, he cannot become Tameh. If he does become Tameh in the middle, he has to bring the uh, sacrifices that are required for a Nazir who becomes Tameh in the middle, which includes two birds and also an animal. Now, Nezir Shimshon, hekhbid eno mekel. And Nezir Shimshon, however, cannot um, uh, lighten his hair ever, right? And uh, even if he wants to bring a korban, no, you cannot cut his hair ever. mebi Tuma. That's a chumra, but there's also a kula that if he becomes tameh, he does not have to bring a korban like a nazir who becomes Tameh. gemara like is going to discuss whether this means Bidi um, Avad, if he became Tameh, or maybe Lecha he's allowed to become Tameh. After all, Shimshon, he was a warrior. Can he be a warrior without coming into contact with dead bodies? He killed many people. gemara like will discuss all this and we'll see uh, two possible, those, uh, we'll explore each of those two possible readings, whether he's allowed to become Tameh Lemet or he's not allowed but if he does, then he does not have to bring Korban Tum'ah. Um, so that's only for Nazir Shimshon, whereas a Nazir Olam has to, cannot become Tameh ever. And if he does, he would have to bring to Ma like a regular Nazir does. <coughs> okay, now Gemara, first on the language. Nazir Olam, manda Shemeh. Whoever talked about uh, uh, Nazir Olam, that all of a sudden you're asking, oh, what's the difference between Nazir Shimshon and Nazir Olam? So we answer, Hasureh v'achikataneh. Oh, there's words missing. Here's how you should memorize it. nazir uh, olam The Mishnah starts should start off by saying, um, if you say, I will be a Nazir forever, then he is that is a good language. He is a nazir. And what is now, what what's the difference between Nazir Olam and Nazir Shimshon? Shin Shimshon also is a nazir for life. And then here's the rest of it exactly as we have the Mishnah. Uh, Nazir Olam, he is allowed to cut his hair, but he will have to bring Korbanot if it becomes Tameh. He's now allowed to become Tameh, and if he does, he brings the regular Korbanot uh, with birds. You know, someone who's like Shimshon can never cut his hair, but if he becomes Tameh, he does not have to bring Korbanot. Good. Okay, so now the Gemara is going to infer from the words of the Mishnah that, yeah, says that he does not have to bring a Korban, but the prohibition, like a Nizirut, like a regular Nazir, does apply to him. So a Nazir Shimshan also sounds from the wording of the Mishnah, since it only says that he doesn't have to bring Korban. Okay, uh, if I say, you know, if you... Uh, do this, you don't have to bring Korban. But since it oh, sounds like I shouldn't do it, right? Just, uh, it's patur, a patur, a So it sounds like uh, Nazir Shimon. Uh, Nazir Shimshon um, cannot become Tameh la-meht. All right, uh, based on that inference, we're going to ask, at Who is the author of our Mishnah? It can't be either of these two Tanaim, who are the only ones that we know express a statement about this halacha the Halakha in Ebraita de Tanya. Ebiuda thinks that Nazir Shimshon is totally permitted to become Tame Lamet because Shimshon himself became Tame. So it's totally allowed. So he can't be the author of the Mishnah. And Rabbi Shimon denies the existence of the entire category of a Nazir Shimshon. Not the entire category. He agrees there is such a thing, except there's only one example, and that's Shimshon himself, um, because um, Shimshon never um said never vowed that he is going to be a nazir Shimshon was born that way he was already uh or already told to his parents by an angel that um uh, that Shimshon is going to be a nazir therefore that's the only way you can become a nazir Shimshon is if an angel comes to your mom and tells her that you're going to be like Shimshon. But just like Shimshon did not take it upon himself, no one ever uh, again can take upon themselves to become a Nazir of Shimshon. And therefore there is no such thing as becoming a Nazir Shimshon. So according to Bishimon certainly he's not the author of our Mishnah. So so we go back and and apply these two, two, uh, 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 um, we we, uh, strengthen the question. Explain the question. Ha afilu lecha techila <laughs> matitin katane im nitma. Ko'n rabbi Yudah, a nazir shimshon Shem, can become tamer lamet even a techila. And now Mishnah says only, b'diavat, if he became tamer. It sounds like it's asur. Re'i rabbi Shimon. Ha'amar lo chayla ale nazirut kila. Ko'n Shimon, someone says, ha'reni nazir shimshon, he is not a nazir at all. Not even a regular nazir. Nothing. This does no one. You cannot take upon yourself to be a nazir shimshon. So the whole category um, will not apply. All right, so what are we going to do? Uh, who has, someone has to be the author of this Mishnah. You're right. In fact, it is a Uda. And we just use that b'diavad language for parallelism. Since in the first half of Mishnah, it says a Nazir Olam, um, he's not allowed to become Tameh. And if he should become Tameh, he does have to bring sacrifices. So we want to um, use the same uh, formula for the second half, then Nazir Shan, if he becomes tameh, he doesn't have to bring a any sacrifices. Even though in reality, he's actually allowed to become tameh. Um, but we'd like for, for 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 memorization purposes, we like to keep the the formula um, a parallel uh, just for for having nice style. Okay, good. So now we understand. We are following the, our Mishnah is following the Biudah. Okay, now, um, you know, you could wonder, why don't you say this to, to, to begin with? Uh, you won't have to go through this whole thing that it can't be anybody. Um, uh, first of all, it's a fun exercise to see, you know, how you could deny it that's everyone and then see what you can put back together. Um, it also shows there's no really no other possibility. Uh, but in addition, we are introduced now to the bi and the Bishimon. And if we just went straight to the Bi-udah, we wouldn't know about the opinion of the Bishimon. And so now, rather than just quote the Braithah, hey, here's a Braithah, you quote it within a question-answer sequence, um, and that sticks a lot better. You memorize it a lot better and appreciate it. And so we need to know that for the next section. Lema <laughs> kami the Machloket between Rabbi Yehuda, who says uh, Nazir Shimshon is allowed to have, um, to become and Rabbi Shimon, who says there is no such thing as Nazir Shimshon, seems to parallel the next Mishnah, Dithnan. Hare alai kebechor be a be A rather. So if someone says, "I am going to take upon myself um, this this object," is going to be forbidden to me, like a bechor. Okay, bechor animal, firstborn animal, is prohibited for the owner. To 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 take and to use, and so he takes some item and says, "This will be like a bechor." Is that valid? Rabbi Yaakov says, "Yes, it is valid." Rabbi Yoseh says it's permitted. Um, so now let's try to line this up. These two different, different issues, but how do they line up? My love, Rabbi sabar Lak Yaakov. lo ba'inan davar It seems that Rabbi Uda, who says there is such a thing as nezir shimshon, he's the author of our Mishnah. Um, And uh, so uh, I would agree with uh, Rabbi Yaakov who says that you can make something prohibited like a Bechor because you do not need to use uh, the exemplar of something that is made by a vow as follows. Just like Shimshon, the first Shimshon, did not become a Nazir because of a vow. Nevertheless, he was prohibited by this angel um, uh, uh, even though he's put by an angel not a vow, nevertheless, in the future, if someone says, I'm going to be a Nazir like Shimshon," that works. So you can make a vow and attach it to something that was not made with a vow. So too, a Bechor. A Bechor is not made with a vow. A Bechor, just by being born first, that already has the sanctity of a Bechor. You don't need to make a vow about it. Nevertheless, even though it's it's made uh it's made uh holy just by being born not through a vow. Nevertheless, one can, according to the say this item is going to be prohibited like a bechor. So that's the parallel. Shimshon and bechor are the same. Both are born that way, not made that way by a vow. Nevertheless, in the future, one can make something prohibited. Um, like, uh, through a vow, like that original thing. All right. Whereas, the who regarding uh, Nazir Shimshon said Shimshon was not made Shimshon uh, would, not, would not become a Nazir by a vow. Therefore, no one in the future can ever make, become a a Nazir Shimshon by a vow either, um, because you need something that was made prohibited by a vow in order to use it for a future vow. So too, the Bi'oseh says that uh, Bechor does not become prohibited by a vow, and that's why um, you cannot use that. As a model to say this is going to be prohibited, like a Bechor, which was not made by a vow. Um, uh, as we're going to see in a second, this is different from the way most things are become prohibited by a Nedir, which is you say this is like a Korban, a general Korban, like a Korban Ola. Uh, that is something that I tell, go to an animal and I, and I make it, I declare, I'm going to make this a Korban Ola. So that's that is some, instead something that I declare. With a vow, so too, I can go and take any item, um, this uh, mouse, and say, here, <laughs> this mouse is prohibited, like a korban, and um, <clears throat> that will work because I'm using something that was prohibited by a vow, and therefore I can replicate it through a vow. All right, so that's where setting up these, uh, the machloket that seem to parallel each other. Um, but we'd always rather not pigeonhole uh, one opinion all, with only one other opinion. We want everybody to uh, possibly agree. So we answer, Lo de kula alma bainan Hanidad. Really, everyone agrees that you need, um, uh, you need to replicate something that was originally made with a vow. And Rabbi Yaakov, who permits it here in this case, right? He was the one that permitted it. He said, "No, bechor is different because the um, because regarding vows, it says when someone makes a vow, la Hashem." And so, what's the why do you have to say la Hashem? Aren't you making a vow? Isn't that obvious? So this comes to he, he teaches that this comes to include a bechor. <clears throat> Um, that even uh, even though Bechod is already sacred, yes, you can make a vow based on a Bechod. That's what it comes to teach. Um, but in in general, you would need uh, um, in general meaning in for uh, for nazir shimshon. He may very well agree that you cannot become a nazir shimshon. Um, okay, lach. Now be, say, What's he going to do with this la hashem that said regarding vows? Is extra word. Oh, he's going to use it to learn that one can make a vow to replicate the status, prohibited status of a chatat and a sham. And a chatat and a are different from other korbanot in that I cannot just uh, vow, I want to bring korban chatat. Can't do that. The only way to bring chatat or asham is to actually violate a law that requires bringing a chatat or asham. Um, if I just say I'm going to bring a chatat, then I'm bringing chulin to the to the mikdash, and that violates other other laws. Um, whereas I can say, I want to bring an Ola, I want to bring a Shalamim, but you can't bring a Khatat Vashem. Nevertheless, Nebuchadnezzar learns from the word La Hashem that if I say, this item is going to be prohibited to me like a Khatat, that's okay. That does make the item prohibited. Not that the item actually is a Korban Khatat, but I can replicate the prohibition. Okay, um, so it includes Khatat and Hashem, but not Bechor. And that's why the Yose says, um, you cannot use Bechor uh, and, and say, this is permitted to me like a Bechor. Okay. Now we ask Rabbi Yose: you have this extra word and you're using it to include something. So why do you decide to have it include chatat and Hashem that you can replicate? And not a Bechor. And you said you cannot replicate. No, why not include Bechor? So he answers, This is a big difference. I do designate it with a vow. In other words, if I go and I violate Shabbat, by mistake. And now I have to bring Korban chatat, So I'm going to go find an animal. That's a regular animal. I'm going to say, oh, this is going to be a chatat." that's the normal procedure right i i have to bring a khatat but i'm the one i designate what which animal i want to bring as a khatat so because khatat and asham are designated through a vow so there is some vow involved that's why i can replicate a prohibition um using khatat and asham whereas Bechor, that's not true Bechor, just by being born it's already designated. Um, it's already designated as holy, and I don't have to make a vow in order to make it holy. That's why I chose to include Chatat and Hashem and not uh, Bechor. Now we ask it to be, to be Yaakov. Uh, how come? What would you say in response to that? As I would agree. And bechor because bechor also you designate with a vow. The Tanak shel Betra ben Amru minayinon ladlo bechor betoch edra shemisvah lavlakdisush ne'mad hazachar takdish. Brata says that in the house of the they said, how do you know that if a bechor is born? that it's a mitzvah to nevertheless consecrate it and say this is going to be a bechor because pasuk says hazachar Takdish firstborn male that's born, you should make, you should sanctify. And therefore it's the same. You also, even though it's already sanctified um, and you, you have no choice in the matter, you can't choose a second born animal, nevertheless you do sanctify it with a vow. And therefore I treat them all the same and that's why I can replicate a prohibition by saying this will be like a Bechor. Okay, But what are you going to say to that? I agree that there is a mitzvah. It's a nice thing to do, to consecrate it with, with words and say, oh, this is going to be holy. So as a as a a, a a firstborn, but if you don't missan- sanctify it, is it not sanctified? It is already sanctified. It's just nice to also express it verbally. But actually, it becomes sanctified on its own, which is different from and asham, where this particular animal would just be a regular Cholin animal unless I go and designate it. This is going to be my chatat for whatever sin. I need to bring it for him. Um, okay, now we ask. Uh, so now, what are you going to do with this? You just learned all these things from the word la Hashem above. What are you going to do with the word la Hashem that's stated by Nazir? Right, if someone takes a vow, Shed Yazir, la Hashem. Okay, so, uh, next we have a very famous and essential story about Nazir and when it is proper to be a Nazir. So we're learning from the word LaHashem that one should only take upon themselves to be a Nazir if he's doing it. Um, what's an example of someone doing it LaHashem Shamaim? The following story. Shimon Sadiq one with early kohanim gedolim back from the time of Alexander the great <clears throat> he says i as a kohen i never ate from the asham of a nazir Tameh. Uh, usually a kohanim would be able to eat from this asham but he felt like any nazir who's coming is not a fully sincere nazir and therefore this asham that they're bringing he suspects may not uh, you don't have to, if you don't have to bring an asham then it's not no good uh, and you cannot eat it. So, Shimon Sadiq would, would stay away from an Asham of a Nazir because he felt that they were all not fully proper Nazirim. Except for one case of a person that came from the south. And this boy... Man has beautiful eyes, fine countenance. Locks were arranged in curls. And so he came to be a nazir. And Shimon Sabik tells this tells this uh, um, guy, Hey, uh, my son, why are you? Why do you want to destroy this beautiful hair that you have? Why? Why did you become a nazir? Because at the end of a nazir process, that's you have to shave your head. Um, here's the story I was a shepherd in my father's town and one time I went to draw water from the spring and I saw my reflection in it um, I guess they didn't have mirrors then so people didn't always know what they looked like and this maybe is the first time he saw what he looked like as uh, maybe after he grew was uh, nice long curls and then my evil inclination rose up and wanted to take me out of the world. In other words, I saw how handsome I am and says, oh maybe I can use my handsomeness and then I'll go and flirt and I'll get myself into um, all kinds of a mess And so the yetsada will overtake me. I'll end up in a, in a life of sin and this will derive me uh, take me out of the, of the world of the spiritual world. אמרתי לו רeka מִפְנֵי מָא אַתָּה מִדְקֵב בעולם לָמָּה בָּהָא לָמָּה שֶׁאֲנֹשׁ שֶׁלְחָה שֶׁסֹפְחָה לִיָּת רִמָּה בֵּתוֹ um, this boy t- tells himself, You empty one, or he tells his yes, his, uh, his, right? Empty one. Why are you, uh, um, uh, why, why would you want to be all haughty in a world that is not yours? Um, this is a material world, and you're not, you're not staying here forever. Um, that in the end, you are going to become maggots and worms, so do not invest. In material things you know what i make a vow right now at that i may he made a vow right then and there that he is going to shave his hair for the sake of heaven so you see that he became an azir in order to avoid temptation that was uh, brought on by uh, by seeing his, his good looks and um, and possibly becoming haughty. And he wanted to keep away from that. So Shimon Sadiq says that is a good reason to become an Azir. un shaktiv Shimon Sadiq kisses him on his head. <speaking in Hebrew> if they're like you. Then there should be many Nazirim in Israel. Uh, it's about you that the Pasuk says if a person takes upon himself a vow to become a Nazir, you are doing it because you want to improve your character, because you want to keep away from sin. Uh, that is a good reason to do it. And not people who are saying, I'm going to be Nazir to show off. Right. Look how holy I am. Holy. I'm holier than now. Literally, I'm holier than you. See, because I'm a Nazir. Right. And they're doing it actually for the opposite reason. He's this kid is doing it to uh, humble himself. Those people are doing it in a hypocritical way to make themselves haughty by showing that they're so great that they're a Nazir. Those guys, Shimon Nasadiq says, I don't want to have any part of their Asham sacrifices. But you, this is what we call a proper nazir. This story, if you remember, we already studied in Maseche Nadarim Daftet. And we also compared it to the Greek myth of Narcissus, who um, was also so beautiful. And then one day he saw himself in a pond, his reflection. And he fell in love with his own reflection and couldn't get himself away uh, to do anything else but stare at himself until he died. So do um, you see the similarity between the two stories, but obviously there's the opposite uh, ending. Um, and that reflects the difference, because as opposed to Narcissus, who actually died because of his um, of his narcissism, that's where the word comes from. Um, this uh, this uh, uh, young man here uh, is, uh, is careful to avoid that, and he avoids that through andesirut. And this is the proper way to become a, a reason for it to become a nazir or this and other things like it that maybe someone is an alcoholic and so they need to keep away from it. So it goes to the opposite extreme. So if it's, a, if it's in order to improve one's behavior, one's character, then um, it, it, and then it's l'shem shamayim, that's a proper nazir. Okay, back to Shimshon. Now, when Shimshon, was he not a Nazir uh, 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 accepted by a vow? Because uh, that's what we said before, right? You uh, according to the opinion that you cannot become a Nazir Shimshon because he was never made a Nazir by a vow. The uh, angel told the parents that he is going to be. A Nazir to Hashem from the uh, from the time he's born, so it does say that he is a he is a Nazir and he's he's announced that he's going to be a Nazir. So but that's an angel that says it. That doesn't count. If an angel says a vow, that doesn't that's not binding upon a human being. Uh so therefore um his uh, the angel statement does not count. Now how do we know that Shimshon became Tame Lamet? Because that's also an assumption we mentioned above <clears throat> that uh if someone because, says I'm gonna be an Azir Shimshon, they were allowed to become Tame lamet, right? So that's a be Uda. Um because Shimshon also became Tamelamet. And where do we how do you know that? Ish. Maybe because the Pasuk says that with a jawbone of a donkey, he killed a thousand men. No, maybe he just threw it at them, but didn't touch them, right? He was able to throw this jawbone. Maybe it's like a boomerang, right? He threw it and killed them, but never actually touched them, so it never became Tamei Ela mehacha, Bayach Mehem Shedoshim Ish, Baikach et Hali Sotam Another pasuk says that he killed 30 people, and he took their garments. So, uh, well, obviously, he had to go and touch them uh, after they were dead and take their garments. That's going to make him tamelamet. No, ash beresha Fadar katlina. No, maybe he took off their clothes first, and only afterwards he killed them. Uh, no, but the, look at the order in the Pasuk. Vayach says he killed them first, and then he says, Then it says that he took their clothing. So that surely that would become, make him tamelamet. Well, not necessarily. maybe they were dying but not dead yet, right? He uh, he 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 um, he, he uh, hurt them uh, until they were mortally wounded and about to die. But he took their clothing before they actually died. They're uh, not Tamelamit until they actually die. Rather, you know what? There's actually no absolute proof that uh, Shimshon became Tamelamet, Lamet, but this is a tradition that he was allowed to become Tamelamet, Lamet, and because of that, in the future also, anyone who says, I'm going to be a Nazir Shimshon, is permitted to become Tamelamet. Lamet. Baruch Adonai l'olam. Amen v'amen.